Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Startup Daily, Episode 72, Scarcity, by Seth Godin of Seths.blog. And I am your narrator, Dan. Welcome back to Optimal Startup Daily, and happy Hanukkah if you're celebrating. This show is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And today I've got another new author for the show. He is popular writer Seth Godin, and I'm going to tell you more about him right after the reading. So for now, let's get right to our post as we start optimizing your life. Scarcity by Seth Godin of Seths.blog One day you may be lucky enough to have a scarcity problem a product or a service or even a job that's in such high demand that people are clamoring for more than you can make. We can learn a lot about the abysmal performance of Apple this weekend. They took a hot product and totally botched the launch because of a misunderstanding of the benefits and uses of scarcity. First, understand that scarcity is a choice. If you raise your price, scarcity goes away. If your product is going to be scarce, it's either because you benefit from that or because your organization is forbidden to use price as a demand adjustment tool. I'm going to assume the former, but I riff a bit on the latter toward the end. Why be scarce? Scarcity creates fashion. People want something that others can't have. Lines create demand. People want something that others want. Scarcity also creates word of mouth, because people talk about lines and shortages and hot products. And finally, scarcity drives your product to the true believers the ones most likely to spread the word and ignite the idea virus. Because they expended effort to acquire your product or service, they're not only more likely to talk about it, but they've self-selected as the sort of person likely to talk about it. The danger is that you can kill long-term loyalty. You can annoy your best customers. You can spread negative word of mouth. You can train people to hate your scarcity strategy. And Apple did all four this weekend. Take a look at the guy in the photo in this post. That's the goal. He feels great. He's a hero, at least for a moment, all because he stood in line all night. He gets to talk about it, and others, not everyone, but enough, aspire to be him next time. You reward the tribe and you build the tribe at the same time. The problem is that our knee-jerk way of dealing with scarcity is to treat everyone the same and to have people pay by spending time to indicate their desire. Waiting in line is a very old-school way of dealing with scarcity, and treating new customers like old customers, treating unknown customers the same as high-value customers, is painful and unnecessary. Principle 1. Use the internet to form a queue. If you have a scarce product, you almost certainly know it's scarce in advance. Instead of taxing customers by wasting their time, reward the early shoppers by taking orders online. 
A month before sale date, for example, tell them it's coming. If you sell out before ship date, that's great, because next time, people will be even quicker to order when they hear about what you've got. And you can do this in the real world, too. Postcards with numbers or even playing cards work just fine. A hot band that regularly sells out on the road, for example, could put a VIP serial number inside every CD or T-shirt they sell. Use that to pre-order your ticks. Principle two, give the early adopters a reward. In the case of Apple, I would have made the first 100,000 phones a different color. Then, instead of the buyer being a hero for 10 seconds, he gets to be a hero for a year. Principle three, treat different customers differently. Apple, for example, knows how to contact every single existing customer. Why not offer VIP status to big spenders or to those that make a lot of calls? Let them cut the line. It's not fair? What's fair mean? I can't think of anything more fair than treating the people who treat you well better. Principle four. When things happen in real time, you're way more likely to screw up. One of the giant advantages of the net is that you can fix things before the whole world notices. Try to do your rollout in small sections so you can fix mistakes before you hurt the very people you're trying to embrace. Principle five. Give your early adopters a forum to celebrate a place to brag or demonstrate or show off or share insights and ideas. Amplify the heroes, which is far better than amplifying the pain of standing in line. Imagine what the Apple and AT&T stores would have been like this weekend if they were filled with happy customers who had prepaid, pre-registered, and were just dropping in for three minutes to pick up their very coveted phones, walking up the VIP line past all the others just waiting for a chance to buy one. Hot restaurants in New York violate all five of these principles on a regular basis. So do sports teams and stores that have lines out front in the middle of winter. What a waste. Even colleges do it. They pretend they've got a meritocracy. But in practice, it's a high-pressure lottery with enormous financial and stress overhead involved. Yes, there are times when scarcity is mandated. The TSA at airports, for example. Or food rations at an emergency site. I know that there are plenty of ways to deal with this scarcity as well. Ways to treat your customers, and yes, they are customers, with more respect, to communicate the situation more clearly, and to architect the environment so that people are grateful, not stressed out. Smart marketers understand that scarcity, intentional or not, is a tool, one that can be used to enhance the story, not detract from it. You just listened to the post titled Scarcity by Seth Godin of Seths.blog. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Seth. He is a super popular writer with 19 best-selling books. 
He's also the creator of Alt-MBA, an online leadership and management workshop. That's the same one I mentioned in yesterday's episode, you might remember, that uh, Margot Aaron took. Alt-MBA uses digital tools to engage with small groups of 120 students in an intense four-week process. It's been going on since 2015, and it's transformed the lives of more than 4,500 people in more than 70 countries. And a little more about Seth, uh, he's been writing daily on his blog for over a decade, and today's article was actually from 2008, if you can believe it. More than 60,000 people have taken his online courses, and he has five TED Talks. His site is definitely worth checking out. He has a lot to offer there, so come by seths.blog to check it all out. All right, that does it for today here on Optimal Startup Daily. Thanks so much for being here, and uh, have a happy Friday and start to your weekend. Also, a happy Hanukkah if you're celebrating. I will see you right back here tomorrow for the Saturday show where your optimal life awaits.